Hello from the State Bar of Michigan Annual Meeting 2016 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm Joanne Hathaway. I'm Tish Vincent. And I'm Ari Kaplan. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here today. And we're here talking to Ari Kaplan with Ari Kaplan Advisors. Thank you for being here. My privilege. Yeah, thank you. We know that you're a leading legal industry analyst, and we're happy to have you here. We'd like to hear some of the thoughts and ideas you have to share with the members of the State Bar of Michigan that are attending the meeting. I'm honored to be delivering the keynote tomorrow, and I will try to share very practical ideas for the people in the audience to really develop their practice, but see their practice in the present and in the future. Try to develop some kind of a roadmap for how they can take it from where it is to where they'd like to see it go. Very timely. Um, I think that people need that kind of information and don't exactly know where to get it. So you have an organized way of presenting it that that you've done all over the world, it looks like, from your bio information here. Um, Can you share sort of an outline of how you present that type of information? Absolutely. So what I try to get people to think about are the factors that are changing the nature of how one will market and promote a law practice. And in fact, how one does this in all professional services because in a lot of my research, I'm the author of a couple different books, I've really tried to speak with professional services leaders in many different industries. So what I will do is share the ideas that resonate with successful individuals, not just lawyers. Mm -hmm. So what what are accountants doing that are really effective? What about financial planners? What about medical professionals? It's really interesting to ask others in different fields what they do to promote their practice, to operate their practice more effectively, more efficiently, and then to bring it back to legal, which is where I'm from. I practiced for nearly nine years with large law firms in New York City. So I am a, a product and student of the, of the legal environment, and so I'm, I'm in many ways a member of the audience and am myself a solo in the sense that I work for myself and have my own consulting practice, so I apply many of the principles that I suggest that others apply. And so I try to take them through this idea of what's changed, what is impacting the work that they're doing, what kind of factors are changing the nature of client relationships, and then how do they adapt and use technology to more effectively raise their profile, to understand their clients, to better understand issues that they're dealing with, to relate to colleagues more effectively, and to ultimately find greater success and more satisfaction. Do you find that across these different professions, are you finding... A, that all of them are recognizing changes that they're having trouble, maybe not dealing with, but they're recognizing that changes are occurring? And B, are you recognizing a common thread along with those changes? 
So a few years ago, I developed a cloud-based software platform called Law Accountability, and it's designed to build accountability into your marketing and business development. And I targeted the law because that's what I know, mm -hmm. and that's where I'm from. And what has been amazing is that it's been so well received within the law. It's used by hundreds of lawyers across the country. We actually just had our first subscriber in Australia, and there are a number of law schools that use it, but we are launching tax accountability in another week for accountants, mm -hmm. and also fin accountability for those in the financial services industry. So, in fact, all of the different professional services are feeling the need to be more proactive in how they find clients, how they relate to their clients, how they strengthen relationships with their clients, and what I'm always trying to do is provide practical ideas that empowers them to do that. Can you tell us a little bit more about the software and what type of information it captures and how it can help these professionals in their practices? Sure. So over the years, I've really studied, I've had the privilege of speaking at many organizational events, at firms, at schools, and I have found that there are certain learning attributes that make ideas more effective, that allow people to internalize them a little bit more efficiently, and they include a micro-learning, so the idea of, of instead of a, a something in one hour, having an idea in 10 minutes and internalizing that very easily, the ability to have some kind of follow-up trigger, a reminder on your phone, a reminder on your email, really strong visualization to make it appealing, a, a mobility that allows you to access it online, on your tablet, on your mobile device, and a practicality, so an idea that you can immediately apply, not something that's theoretical, but something that you can immediately take action on. So in, in my programs for law accountability and, and the others, you would I would suggest visiting something like LinkedIn or doing a Google search and then taking people through the actual steps of this is what you'll find when you visit it. This is what you'll see. Take that result and then do this. Think of who you can call or email and then I'll provide a script of what someone could say or do. And that guidance is really helpful for people because it's not that the challenge is really not that people aren't getting good ideas nor is that those ideas aren't effective, it's that they don't execute. So my whole mission is to get people to take action and mm -hmm. see what kind of exciting result occurs. Well, that's very, very interesting because I think I have found that too in helping lawyers with the practice management component of the practice. A lot of lawyers know I should be doing this. I know that, just I need to know how to do it. Give me the steps and you are, it sounds like you're actually providing that. Yes, I mean, I've been lucky. I've, I've actually done two Ironman mm -hmm. distance races, and it's easy to think, well, you know, you just run a lot, swim a lot, bike a lot. But in fact, you need some sort of structure to know when to do that, how, how to approach it, and how to have a, a kind of a coach that will help you through it and to hold you accountable for, for doing Ultimately, you're accountable because when race day comes, you can either do it or you can't. Mm -hmm. But I have always had a coach, and the reason I've had a coach is both the guidance and the accountability. And I think that this is, in many ways, a system like dieting or training for an athletic event where it builds in a buddy system, so we call it an accountability colleague, and as I mentioned, there are reminders, it scores you, so it creates uh, both a benchmarking and gamification, and the importance of that is that it 
gets people excited about what they're already capable of doing. They just don't realize how capable they are. Well, we talked a lot this year about graduates from law not being practice ready, not being able to go out and open a practice and know what they're doing. It sounds like this will give them guidance if they're doing that on their own or doing that in a small group that would be difficult to find otherwise. So it gives a bit of a map and also accountability. Yes, there are law schools all over the country that use the student version, which we call Law Accountability JD. And I've had the honor of speaking at something like 50 law schools around the country, in fact, also in Canada and the UK. And so it's really important for me to be able to speak to the next generation Mm -hmm. to kind of not to, not necessarily to give them guidance, but more to give them confidence that they have the ability and that their peers are not doing most of the things that they should be doing. So if any of them take small steps from a networking standpoint or from a follow-up standpoint or just reaching out, they will be stunned. I was at a law school a few weeks ago and delivering a presentation to the first-year class. And I do a survey before I go into any law school and ask the students questions about in fact I do this at law firms or any organization where it's possible it wasn't quite possible here such a large group but I asked them who do you want to meet and this is a question I always ask people and most of them say I don't know I'm not sure I haven't thought about it but one student said that he would like to meet a partner at a prominent firm in his city so I saw that and I immediately called all the founding partners of this firm Myself, my wife was in the office with me at home and was laughing at what I was doing because I was completely cold calling these people. I did not know them at all. And it sounded very random. I was going to be in your, your city the next day and a student who I don't know because it was anonymous <laughs> would like to meet you. If I found out who that student was, you know, would you consider meeting with that student and speaking with him or her about your career and how you grew this firm? Within 10 minutes, the the first name partner of the firm called me back. And then within an hour, another partner had tweeted publicly that he would be more than happy to speak with this student and thanked me for the outreach. And of course, I mentioned this when I spoke to the students and the one student who had put that down sort of stood up and started cheering, could not believe it. And has since emailed me that he met with both of these partners and was so excited. And the idea of a lot of this is not just to get it done. It's also the enthusiasm that comes with mm-hmm. it. It's, it's so attractive to be able to connect with other people in the profession with whom you could work or from whom you could learn. And that's a lot of what I talk about in my books, what I'll talk about tomorrow and really what law accountability is about. Yes. And, and taking the risk to try to make the contact and then being confident to continue to do it, I guess. But it's such a calculated risk. Yes. I mean, when I think of risk, I think of, you know, <laughs> bungee jumping or skydiving. I know. I, I know that people think of things like public speaking or networking as terribly risky, but in fact, it's much more risky not to do it. Yes. Yes. I, I agree with you. Though I could see when you're a law student that you, you might not see it that way because you're kind of inundated in that competitive model. And I think it can cause people to feel less confident. So it's great that you're going out to the schools like that. And when students don't do it, they grow into lawyers who don't do it. Yes. And 
starting with them helps to change the profession in yes, many ways. Absolutely. So do you feel then that it sounds like the law schools and the professors have embraced the software and your concepts and are actively teaching it in their law schools? The software is typically adopted by career services. So mm -hmm. in many ways, I see career services as the great chef in this kitchen and law accountability JD as a great set of knives. <laughs> and it's, I see the same thing in law firms where you have marketing and professional development and business development leaders who are extremely talented and use this tool as a resource to provide turnkey programming and to innovate using technology in a way that really supports the broad base of individuals that they support. And would it be attractive to both the solo and small firm lawyer and the large firms? Absolutely. We have a number of solo and small firm lawyers. In fact, it's often the solo and small firm lawyer that is not able to dedicate, it, inc dedicate incredible resources to their own marketing and business development. And so this is a great alternative. It's very cost effective, but I feel a, a strong commitment to that audience because I've had, you know, the privilege of speaking to them for quite some time. Well, it'd be a real resource for them, I think, a real resource. Again, when you're running your own firm and you're so busy, it's hard to know what to put your time in that will really help you. And we, we really provide the why. I always say to people that law accountability gives you the why, as in, why am I calling someone? Why am I emailing them? Why am I trying to meet them? Many professionals say, yeah, I, I would call somebody. I would email them. But what, for what reason am I calling them or, or for what reason am I, am I trying to connect? And so if I suggest an idea that would work and then you try it, it transforms your day. It creates momentum and it's often momentum that yields opportunity. Before we close it out for today, I have one last question for you, Ari. If our listeners would like to follow up with you, how can they do that? Listeners can visit my website. It's AriKaplanAdvisors.com. And in fact, on there, there are a whole bunch of free resources, print resources, audio, video. And if you'd like to learn more about the software, you can visit LawAccountability.com. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us today, Ari Kaplan. We want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you liked what you heard today, please rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you. Thank you, Ari. Yeah, that was thank great. Thank you very it. much. Yeah, you. Fascinating. I'm fascinated. I I'm know. Oh, I'd love to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh-uh.